The Dental Practice Fixers podcast is brought to you by the Meadow Center for Dental Practice Success. To find out how we can help increase the success of your practice, check out meadow.com or call us at 1-800-258-0060. there doctor hey there team member do you have an elevator pitch for your dental practice well you should do you even know what an elevator pitch is well if you don't you certainly will by the end of this podcast today and if you're if you know what it is but you're not sure how it applies to your dental practice well you're going to know that as well i'm dr richard maddow co-founder of the maddow center for dental practice success and welcome back to the Dental Practice Fixers podcast. It's so great to have you here. You might be listening on one of the many podcast apps, or you might be watching on YouTube. Either way, welcome. Great to have you here. Have you told any of your friends or colleagues about the Dental Practice Fixers podcast? Do me a favor, tell a few people. That's how we grow. That's how we are able to keep doing this podcast. So an elevator pitch. An elevator pitch pretty much means a very concise, an intriguing way to describe something, either to describe what you do, to describe what you want, to describe something about you, your company, your business, your job. And it comes from this imaginary scenario where you are a young business person and you have a great business idea or a business plan that you've been, it's just been fermenting or is it fermenting or tormenting? I don't know. It's been in your mind and you've really got it down and you, you know, you're really excited, but you, you want to present it to someone and you don't know who to present it to. And then you find yourself in a hotel on the 12th floor, or maybe, maybe in this circumstance, an office building. You're on the top floor, the 12th floor of the office building, and you get in the elevator. And just at the same time, the CEO of the company who you think should be manufacturing your widget or utilizing your idea or developing your app or whatever it is happens to get into the elevator at the same time, and you both push lobby. And you know what that means? You have a captive audience for about 20 seconds, and then it's time to do your elevator pitch. So it means you don't have a meeting. You don't have a 30-minute face-to-face. You don't have a 15-minute Zoom. You have a spontaneous 20 seconds to tell this executive why, you know, what your project is, what your idea is, and why they should be the company that takes it under their wing. 20 seconds. So you've got to practice it. You have to polish it. You have to make it more concise. I'm trying to think, is there a, word, a verb for that? You have to concision it. I like makeup words here in the dental practice fixers. You got to practice it. You have to polish it and you have to concision it. And then you've got your elevator speech. You're in the elevator with the executive. You've got 20 seconds, boom, and by that elevator hits the lobby, the executive reaches out their hand, shakes yours and says, I'm in. So that's an elevator pitch. We're going to talk about why an elevator pitch is so essential to you and your dental practice. But since we're talking about elevator pitches, I'm going to give you the elevator pitch for Fat Merchant. We're on the 12th floor of an office building. I'm a dentist. You're a dentist. You're a dentist who owns a practice. I'm a dentist who is the co-founder of the Matter Center for Dental Practice Success. We get in the elevator. Boom. Elevator starts going down. Hey, are you using Fat Merchant to process credit card transactions in your practice? If you're not, you are getting ripped off. You know why? Because your credit card processor 
charges a monthly percentage. Every month, every time somebody puts out their charge card, they charge you a percentage to do the transaction. Fat Merchant just charges a very low, flat monthly fee. We use it at the Matter Center. We save thousands of dollars every month. Thousands of dentists across the country are using it. You should be using it too. Just go to matto.com slash save. That's M-A-D-O-W.com slash save. See how much money you could be saving every month. Boom. That was my elevator pitch for Stacks by Fat Merchant. I, you know, I've talked for five minutes, 10 minutes about Stacks, but this time I was pretending I only had 20 seconds and I gave you all the highlights. If you're using anyone but Stacks, you're paying a percentage. Switch to Stacks. It's a low flat monthly fee. You'll save tons of money every month. We like it so much at the Matter Center. We use it. Here's how to find out more. Go to matto.com slash save. So that's an elevator pitch, right? Uh, you know, this weekend, my wife and I were at a wedding. It was really fun. Well, I think it was the first wedding we've been to since um, before the pandemic. And fortunately, it was outdoors and it was a beautiful evening. And it was really cool. We knew a bunch of people there, but we didn't know most of the people there. So then, of course, after the ceremony and the cocktails and the pass around hors d'oeuvres, which, by the way, I love pass around hors d'oeuvres. I think they're better than the main dinner usually. I'll even eat the, you know, the little hot dogs in the pastry, pigs in a blanket. I love pass around hors d'oeuvres. And they had great ones here. They had crab balls, of course, because it's in Maryland. Not crab balls like crab testicles. I don't know that that exists, but we call them crab balls. It's like a little miniature crab cake. And they had some... Um, some pot stickers with kale on the inside and um, lamb chops, which I don't really eat, but they look great. Just all kinds of good stuff. Pass around food at the sweating. Better than the regular food, right? They had spring rolls. It was very cool. Um, so anyway, after all that fun and, you know, socializing mostly with the people that we knew, we got seated at a table where we didn't know anyone at this table. So it was about 10 people. The two of us ate more. And we actually kind of knew one of the couples, but we didn't know anyone else. So this is the time where, like it or not, know it or not, people are giving their elevator speeches. And most people are pretty boring because as much as I can't stand it, pretty much one of the first points of conversation is, so what do you do? So what do you do? I mean, it's kind of drab, but I know it's, it's kind of perfunctory, but I know that's the way it goes at these weddings. So sure enough, what do you do? What do you do? And there was this young couple there. And somebody asked the guy what he did. And he said something like, I'm a physical therapist with a fantastic orthopedic practice in Washington, D.C. It's just amazing what we do for people. People come in with bone fractures or needing hip replacements. And our team is just incredible. We get these people on their feet sooner than I could ever believe. That was a great elevator pitch. You know, elevator speech, whatever you want to call it. He could have just said, I'm a physical therapist and boom, leave it at that. And I would have pictured that he was in one of these big practices where they're getting people in and out, insurance driven, bend the bone here, bend the joint here, boom, 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 10 degrees, 15 degrees here, some exercise to do at home next. Because unfortunately, that's what we think of many times when we think of physical therapists. But no, he had a cool job. He was with an orthopedic um, medical office and told everybody how great the office was, how much he loves it there and the kind of miracle work they do for their patients. That was a fantastic elevator pitch. You could be sure that if anybody at that table broke their leg on the dance floor, they'd be going to that practice, right? Fortunately, that didn't happen. Always a little scary, especially because we haven't danced for so long. So, um, But that was a really cool, and somebody else, there was a teacher there, this woman who did kind of a similar thing. She could have just said, I'm a teacher, but she said, I'm a teacher, and pretty much instantly launched into this project that she's in charge of 
at their school where they have little farms there and they're teaching the kids how to grow crops and then raise them, um, harvest them, cook them, kind of a whole farm to table microcosm right in the school. They're teaching these elementary school kids. It was fascinating and people were asking them more questions, but it was so much better than just saying, I'm a teacher. You know, this is something that at the Meadow Center, Dave and I used to struggle with, um, not with dentists so much, but very often we'd be sitting next to a stranger on a plane. And I'm telling you, man, I'm on a plane. I know I'm a pretty talkative guy. I just like to put my headphones on and chill out. And not Because many times I'm coming from a seminar where I've just spoken for eight hours or from a consult with a dental practice where I've been on my feet talking, talking, talking all day long. And I'm not in a bad mood. I'm always in a good mood, but I'm just not really in the mood to talk. And a lot of times my throat's getting a little sore from doing all that talking. So I tend to be the kind of guy on a plane that just puts his headphones on, turns the music on, I close my eyes and I space out. But sometimes you can't help it. The person sitting next to you, they're being friendly and they say, so what do you do? And it's a tough one for me because it's hard to explain to a non-dentist what I do. And I used to give this whole story. Well, I'm a dentist and, uh, you know, along with my dental practice. Well, you know, many years ago, I started doing this, but it just gets convoluted and boring. So now pretty much if somebody asks me, and, and this is a different kind of elevator speech, because I'm not really trying to get them as a client, but I think I've, you know, I need to describe what I do in a somewhat enticing way. I just say I'm a dentist and I also help other dentists and dental teams improve their practices and provide better treatment for their patients. Now, some people just go, okay. And others are intrigued. They start asking questions, but here's the thing. So many times we get asked, you know, I'm always talking about becoming a well-known person in the neighborhood, doing business with all the local businesses. So the dry cleaner and the restaurant owner and the real estate person and the bank manager, all these people know you and they know what you do. Well, there's a great way to do it and a boring way to do it. And the boring way to do it is to say, I'm a dentist or I'm a dental assistant. And they might say, oh, where's your practice? Or they might say, oh, why did you become a dentist or a dental assistant? But chances are they'll just go, hmm. But let's just say you're a dental assistant and somebody asks you what you do. What if you said, I'm a dental assistant at the best dental practice in Baltimore? Our dentists are amazing. They're so kind. They're so gentle. Everybody loves going there. I know a lot of people fear going to the dentist or dread going to the dentist. Our patients love coming in. Something like that. It's so simple. I know there's a dentist, a lecturing dentist, who used to say, when people asked him what he did, he would say, I change lives, which I don't know. It's kind of fun. I think it's a little hokey, a little silly maybe. But you know, what if you say, you know, if somebody says, what do you do? I'm a dentist and I love it. It's just so gratifying when somebody comes in and they're afraid to smile because their teeth don't look good and they leave our office with the biggest smile in the world. I love being a dentist. Something like that. Now, that's just one that I just made up here on the spot during the podcast that has to fit you and your personality. But I'm encouraging every single one of you to do this at a team meeting. Talk about what your elevator pitch is for your dental practice and for your career. So when somebody asks you what you do, and invariably you get that question, you don't just say, I'm a dentist, I'm a dental hygienist, I'm a dental assistant, I'm a dental insurance specialist, whatever. You say it in a way that is fun, it's enticing, and it makes somebody not only want to ask more questions, but they want to say, wow, you know what? I'm thinking about switching dental offices. Yours sounds fantastic. So keep that in mind. Have a team meeting. We're going to develop everybody's elevator pitch. And the goal is to keep it really short, but at the end of the elevator pitch, the person on the other side of that conversation 
wants to come to your dental office. We've got to be positive, fun. Let them know why your dental office is the best dental office in the world. I could do some scripting here and tell you exactly what to say. And in some situations, when we're consulting with dental practices, we do scripting. I'm generally not a big fan of scripting because every person's different. Every office is different. Every personality is different. And that's why I'm putting the challenge on you, doc and team, to have a meeting to develop your dental office elevator pitch. Now, if you want to send it to me or even make a little video of it and send it to me, please, I'd love to hear it. I'd love to critique it. I'd love to give you some pointers. Send it to Rich. R-I-C-H at Maddo, M-A-D-O-W.com. Please send me your elevator pitch. And if you're not sure and you're having trouble coming up with an elevator pitch, send me a bunch of things about you and your practice and I'll help you to develop. But again, I'm not doing it on the podcast because I don't want it to be genericized. I don't want everybody to have the same one. I want it to be special for you and your practice. Okay, that's a cool topic. Go do your elevator pitch. And now I'm going to put a bunch of dental practices on the spot by trying to find out if anybody is up to the challenge of having their elevator pitch for their dental office when I call as a new patient. The premise of the call, whoops, dropped my pen. Got it. The premise of the call. I did that for people who are watching on YouTube. I know most people listen and don't watch from YouTube, but I kind of disappeared from the screen for a second to pick up my pen. Um, the premise of the call is, I'm looking for a new dentist. Can you tell me a little bit about your office? Now, along the same lines, it's a slightly different question, but I want every listener to brainstorm the right answer to this question too. Now, you might be saying, I've been answering the phone in a dental office for 15 years and nobody's ever said, can you tell me about your office? It doesn't matter because even if they don't ask, if they're a potential patient, you want to use the opportunity to say, let me tell you a little bit about our practice. I know we've talked about this before. If somebody says, how much do you charge for a cleaning or a question like that? Instead of giving an answer, we can turn this around and say, oh, it sounds like you're looking for a new dentist. Let me tell you about our practice. So don't say that no one's ever asked you this question because in some ways they have. When somebody, a potential new patient is calling, they want to know about your practice. They want it to be fast, concise, and very, very enticing. So I was, I just felt like I was on a roll here. I was having so much fun. I did five calls. Again, five in a row, no screening, no cherry picking. Um, five in a row. Do you think anybody, let's predict, is it zero, one, two, three, four, or five practices that did well with this question? Can you tell me a little bit about, a little bit easy for me to say, can you tell me a little bit about your practice? Okay, let's do call number one and see what happens. Hello. Hi, is this the dental office? This is the dental office. Can I help you? Yeah, yeah. I'm looking for a new dental office. Uh, can you tell me a little bit about the, the dentist in your office? We have three dentists, Dr. Dr. and Dr. Um, they've all been in the Dr. been in like uh, been in the office like 40 years. Dr. and I'm sorry, Dr. Dr. have been here like 25, 30 years. Mm -hmm. And um, we uh, do general dentistry here in the office. Mm -hmm. Okay, great, great. Well, thank you so much. Uh-huh, thank you. Bye-bye. Okay, not impressed. First of all, she answered the phone, hello. It's not like something got cut off or I got put on hold. She just answers the phone, hello. Very weird way to answer the phone in the dental office. So, okay, we got three doctors. They've been there a long time. 
and they do general dentistry. As my late grandfather, Simon Matter, used to say, big deal. Let's see if the next, call, next person can get a little bit better here. And she made no effort to get me in. I'm calling because I want to know about the dental office. She made zero effort to get me in. Keep that in mind when you listen to the rest of these calls. Oh, yes, this is the dental office. Yes, it is. Yeah, I'm looking for a new dentist. Um, can you tell me a little bit about your office and about the doctor? Okay. The doctor has been practicing um, over 30 years. Um, a very good dentist. Mm-hmm. Cool. <laughs> what kind of questions specifically do you want to know before you make an appointment? Um, well, you know, do you do regular cleanings and fillings and crowns and that kind of stuff? And just maybe a oh, little certainly. bit more about the dentist. We, do, we, we don't do implants. It's about the only thing that he doesn't do. Everything else, he does root canals. He does endo, prosthetics. Um, like I said, the implants are about the only thing that he doesn't do here in the office. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And do you go to him? Do I go to him? Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Okay, well, that means something, right? (laughs) Well, yes, I wouldn't go anywhere else. No, he is a single office. Um, uh, His father was a dentist. His sister was a dentist. Wow. And he's carried on the family business. Ah, that's really nice. That's nice. Great. Well, thanks so much for the info. I appreciate it. All right. Thank you for Uh, calling. Of course. Bye. His father was a dentist. My my grandfather was a dentist. My father was a dentist. My great-grandmother was a dentist. I mean, that's kind of cool. That's intriguing. I think she could have actually used that a little further. You know, dentistry is in his blood. He's wanted to be a dentist since he was a kid. He watched his father doing it. That actually was a good place to go. She took it nowhere. Um, She also answered the phone. Hello. I I think I got cut off in the the recording. But what is with people not answering like they're in a dental office today? I don't know. Very weird. he does endo and root canals. I like that. That was good to know. Maybe she was a little nervous because it's such an odd question. Uh, I, she went a little negative there with he doesn't do implants. I don't know that that was necessary. But, you know, I, then I asked her if she went there. I thought this was the biggest silver platter ever. She could have said, of course I'd go here. Dr. So-and-so is so gentle and he's a great dentist and I wouldn't think of going anywhere else. You should come here too. Let me make an appointment for you. I tried to hand it to her on a silver platter, but she did not take the bait, not in the least. Oh, man, let's do another one. Someone's got to do this right today. You to the best team member, please select from the following menu. Hi. If you are considering becoming a new patient, please press 1. If you are an existing patient, please press 2. For Your call may be recorded for quality and training purposes. I already don't like this office. Pick it up! Your call is important to us. Please hold for the next available team member. Now, they went through the whole rigmarole of push one if you're considering becoming a new patient here. And then... They put me on hold. I mean, you would think if they know that this is a potential new patient on the phone, they pick it up right away. But no, they let it ring four or five times, then put me on hold. The music's not horrible. Thank you for your patience. 
All of our team members yeah. are assisting other callers. If you'd like to leave a message, please. Good afternoon. This is Kim. And who am I speaking with? Uh, this is Ralph. And how are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing good. How good. can I help you, Ralph? Well, I'm considering becoming a patient there, but I don't really know much about the office. Can you tell me a little bit about the office and about the doctor there? I, I mean, I don't, I'm not real sure what you want, what you need, Ralph. Well, I'm looking for a new dentist. Right, right. Mm -hmm. And I understand that. I have uh, two doctors here. I have Dr. and Dr. And I have two hygienists. Mm -hmm. um, Dr. Graduated with a doctorate of dental surgery from Kansas City, Missouri, and got his Bachelor of Arts at McMurray College in Jacksonville, Illinois. Mm. Um, he's certified for Lumineers, uh, Zimmer Biomet Dental Implants, Invisalign, and OsteoReady Dental Implants. Got it. Not even sure what that means, but it sounds impressive. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Basically, if you want an implant, he's the man to go to. He's your man. Okay. Good. He's the man. All right. And then uh, Dr. Um, she graduated from Marquette University School of Dentistry in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. And she has a Bachelor of Biomedical Science. And that's from the University of Wisconsin also. Mm -hmm. um, okay. She, um, she likes to cook. I don't, I mean, I don't, like I said, I'm not real sure what you was, what you were one, but that's kind of where we're at. <laughs> okay. Well, I really appreciate the information, especially the fact that she likes to cook. All right. Well, thank you so yes. much. Okay. All right. All righty, hon. You're welcome. Okay. okay. Bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. Sure, oh, boy. After all that holding and pushing buttons and voicemail menu gizmos, I, sh I mean, it's obvious she pretty much went to the website and started reading their, their boring bio. And those were bad website bios, too. We'll talk about that in another episode. But it sounds like either she went to the website or she had this right in front of her and started reading their bios where they went to college. I don't care where they went to college. I'm assuming they, are, they have degrees in dentistry if they're practicing dentistry here. So just nothing. Horrible. No attempt to get me in. That, that was just, just dreadful. Okay. Let's try another one. Come on now. How can I help you today? Uh, hi, I'm looking uh -huh. for a new dental office. Can you tell me a little bit about your office and about the doctor? Oh, wow. This is um, old dentist office that's been over here for over 20 years. So we, you can check our reviews online. Mm -hmm. And you'll see um, how good reviews we have over here. So you want to give us a visit? Can I make you an appointment? Well, we I'm do everything. It. It's a general dentist, and uh, we do crowns, implants, fillings, anything. Anything. Wow. That's pretty cool. And how's the doctor? Very good. I mean, the patients love him. Hmm. Well, that's good to know. All right. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate the information. Okay. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye. Okay. I'm not saying that one was good, but out of all the calls so far, maybe had the most 
potential. Now, I don't like how she said go online and check out the reviews because that's pretty much saying before we do anything else, hang up, go online, check out the reviews. I mean, the odds that somebody would hang up the call, go online, check the reviews, and then call back, I think are pretty slim. But then, then there was a glimmer of hope because she said, can I make you an appointment? That was great. But then before I even had time to speak, she started talking again and telling me that, that the dentist was good, which was also very positive. Um, saying the dentist is good. You'll like it here. I, I can't remember exactly what she said, but she was saying some really positive things about the dentist. Um, then she kind of slipped back into boredom saying we're a general dental office and then forgot that she started asking me to make an appointment and never went back into that mode. Now, I'm not saying she was good, but but she did a few things right and easily could have redeemed herself at the very end if she would have said, well, let's get you scheduled. We can see you tomorrow at 1130, whatever. Um, I'd say she was the closest one of the four to even a, attempting to make an appointment, but didn't quite get there. Let's do one more. Can I help you? Oh, yeah, I'm looking for a new dentist. Um, can you tell me a little bit about your office, a little bit about the doctor? Um, so Dr. Uh, she is a doctor who is here. Well, she's a general dentist. Um, she's here Monday, Tuesday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Um, we do cleanings, fillings, crowns, um, and then we also have a periodontist who comes into our office and she does all the surgeries, extractions, all that stuff too. And then we also have an endodontist that comes into our office for root canals. Mm -hmm. Um, and then, yeah, that's basically, um, some, most of the stuff that we do here at our office, um. We don't do any orthodontic. We don't do braces or anything like that. Got it. Sounds like you do everything else though. One stop shopping. Yes. Yeah. yeah. All right. Cool. We Good. Try not well, to you try. Yeah. Prefer if you don't need to. Yeah. Got it. Excellent. Well, thank you so much. Yeah. No problem. Okay. Bye now. Bye bye. Okay. I think that's enough. You know, it's really amazing that nobody could really find some great things to say. One one person, the call before that one, started to go there, I think. But without being prodded and poked, no one could come up instantly with just saying, uh, you'll love it here. It's a great office. The doctor's so gentle. Um, the doctor takes all the latest courses, so she's up on fantastic technology. The patients love her. I mean, some people said check our reviews. I, I don't know. I, I think everybody really could have thought on their feet and at least given their doctor some compliments even like you know we all go to this doctor we all bring our families here and we wouldn't think of going anywhere else they're you know they're so uh, whatever gentle honest ethical competent clinically a wizard they make beautiful smiles i mean something tell me something positive about this doctor and then ask for the appointment but nobody seemed to be able to do it but now that you've listened to this podcast and you're going to have your meeting where you're coming up with the elevator pitch for your practice every single one of you will be able to do it. And until then, I will see you soon. I'm Dr. Richard Maddow, co-founder of the Maddow Center for Dental Practice Success. Thank you so much for listening to the Dental Practice Fixers podcast, the most informative and fun podcast in dentistry, where every episode you hear some amazing mystery shopper calls. That's my elevator pitch for you, and I'll talk to you soon. Thanks so much.